Welcome to the Bonita y Fuerte podcast, where I give you tips and tricks on how to live life bonita y fuerte. If it is your first time joining me, welcome. I appreciate you. If you're a day one, welcome as well. I also appreciate you. As always, I am your host, Amanda Cortez. Welcome back. You guys know how I love to incorporate music into my podcast. Like that's one of the the key ingredients that I really wanted to add when even debating on starting up the podcast. I really wanted to I'm all about showing people like the music that I really that I'm really into or that I'm like the artist that I that I've discovered or um just anyone new to me and anyone that I'm really vibing to. So I was debating on keeping the music segment of the podcast only because like now that I have the intro music, um, I really didn't want it to be me not really speaking or to me like the music overtaking and then like the point of the podcast is to hear me, you know, so but at the same time, like this is really personal to me and that's that's what I'm about. So I decided to keep the music in. Um so who I'm gonna show you guys, I don't know if you guys have heard about him or not, but this guy, um, his name is Your Old Droog, and the song I've been really feeling, I've been really loving, it's just like a, anything with a great sample and like the lyricism and like the flow, if it's on it, then then I'm on it, and I honestly burn, probably burn out the song. But, um, so this guy, Your Old Droog, he's from Brooklyn, and he started to gain attention in I believe 2014 with this when his um, album came out and it was funny because there was this whole rumor that he was actually Nas because his flow like if you listen to him he kind of gives me like like Nas vibes but like the Illmatic Nas so a lot of people were thinking like oh this is like this is secretly Nas and it's a it's an alter ego of Nas and then finally he came out with the with an interview and he's like he's like he takes it as a compliment but he's like no it's me (laughs) and he's from um he's ukrainian american so it's really cool to me to to just listen to different different artists you know i really love i really love rap like i love rap i love hip-hop i love everything about it and i just get excited to listen to someone new or to listen to someone that um really deserves more credit than what he's getting. So here's his song, um, Train Love. Um, this is probably one of my favorite. I love when people sample this. So anyway, here it is. And then we'll go ahead and bring you guys back and we'll get started. She was on the train looking bad as hell Lil' Mademoiselle I got off mad enough to yell Down and smack up, cutting spray something Cause she gave me the eye and I ain't say nothing 
No, I probably won't catch her in that hood again And now my mind's haunted by what could've been Could've had a nice life for a kid together Might eat at me forever I'm crying for that horse I was eyeing on the iron horse And didn't speak up, took a giant loss Could've been my best friend On my BM, true love on the BMT West End Every single day I hope that she on the train But my love derailed to no avail What was she like? Well, I don't know her that well All I know is she took the L She took the G She took the F And then the D the end. Her, she even did the B and the J. Okay, went express on the A. I played the C low, real local with trips. Only thing better is a four, five, and a six. God damn, she was fine. All the time I press rewind in my mind, but she could be mine. Probably the flyest feline I ever saw on the D line. The dopest Ethiopian. World moving in slow motion when the door closes and she walks out, never to be seen again. My man, she was higher than a 10 Bad hoes had me stirred And the ones that I did talk to Was some grade A birds Kicked it to him real awkward too Like I'ma be mad at myself later If I don't talk to you This ain't even G You see, sometimes I forget Off the train at Broadway Lafayette Chasing down like I got something to sell Excuse me, man. My mom be giving me hell I took the L She took the G She took the F and then the D, the end Her, she even did the B and the J Okay, went express on the A I played the C low, real local with trips Only thing better is a 4, 5, and a 6 Take me back to my old way You ever say nothing to a girl and be mad The whole day and the next day Like, look at the mess I made Imagine feeling that way for a decade I'm fucked up, you can thank society Was crippled by social anxiety Made me way shy I would write mad verses But in person Couldn't even say hi That's where my life gets rougher I take the train Same time every day In search of her Now she's back with her mother Now I'm realizing that I love her I honestly love when anyone uses that sample Oh Honey by Delegations It's probably one of my favorite songs I really enjoy that guy's flow um, So yeah, his name is um, Your Old Droog Check him out You won't be disappointed but anyway, what I really wanted to discuss isn't really a topic, but more so a tool of life and something that's really helped me stay sane and really that I feel like I'm getting better as I practice it more. And it is the power of being present, like remaining in this moment. And there's just so much underlying power that comes with, the be with, with being present. So for those of you who don't really know what being present is, it's just honestly being aware of where you are, what you're doing, what you're thinking, and really staying within this moment, the moment that it is, and not wishing the moment that it could be or the moment that it used to be, or having any ideas of, dang, I'd rather be doing this right here, or like those those um, license plate borders they they always make me laugh because it's like well then go <laughs> like then go do it otherwise like you sound crazy there's a quote um i posted it on my instagram i believe last week this moment wishing this moment could be something that it's not or wishing this moment could be something else is a form of insanity i feel like being present throughout your day um, is such a small act but it can give you really like the biggest results 
I feel like being present and um, is really the gateway into living a more fulfilling and, and spiritual life. So how to be present is just pay attention to your awareness. The one that's experiencing all the feelings coming in, all the thoughts in your mind. Like there's a difference. Your awareness is not your mind. It's not the conversations that go on in your head. Like it's not the feelings that you're feeling. The mind is a conversation and the spirit is the awareness of the conversation. So when you stay within that realm of being aware of the conversation that's happening within like your own two ears or the feelings that you're feeling, that's where you want to be. That's what being present means. And it's just really focusing on the moment right now. There's so much freedom in your focus. Your focus determines how free you are spiritually, within your awareness, um, within your mind, within your feelings, within your heart. Wherever you are shifting your focus, that's where your freedom lies. Like, let's say you can be having an amazing day. You can just like, everything's going right, you know, you're hitting all the green lights, all the good music's coming on shuffle, and then bam, you get pulled over. And that incident, you get a ticket, and now you're, you're focusing on the ticket the entire day. Now your day's ruined. You're just like, how am I going to pay this? Oh my God, I shouldn't have done this. I should have, I should have went the other way. That stupid cop, blah, blah, blah. And that's where you're focusing. Now all, now your whole day is ruined. You already, you already stopped focusing on all the green lights that you got. You got your coffee paid for. You got your whole day just shifted because of where your focus went. When in reality, you're the experiencer of everything that's happening internally and externally. So there's this book that I'm reading right now and it talks about this. He gives like such a great example because he says the mo the most actualized response you can give when someone asks you like, who are you? And so you think about it and you're like, oh, well, some people can say, um, like every time I think of that question, I think of that Jay-Z interview with, with Nardwar and he's like, who are you? And Jay-Z gives like this mean old philosophical response and he's like, oh, well, you know, I grew up in Marcy Projects, I'm da-da-da, and Nardwa's like, yeah, but, but what's your name? And he's like, oh, I thought you wanted me to get, like, deep into it. But the most actualized answer you can give is, I'm me. You can, you can put me, you can set three objects in front of me. You can put a vase, you can put my phone, or you can put a coffee, like a coffee mug. And you can say, who are you? Like, out of these three objects, who are you? And the answer would be none. I'm none of them. I'm me. And the same concept goes when you're feeling when you're feeling sad. And it doesn't just need to be the the negative feelings. The positive feelings, you're not those either. You're just the experiencer of those positive feelings. So like externally, it's it's just an easier representation to get, but the same way you're not the vase, you're not the your phone, you're not the the coffee mug. The same way goes internally. I can be feeling mad. I can be feeling really joyful. I can be feeling anxious. And the problem now, even with me, the problem that I had before is that I would always associate myself and my identity with with my feelings. So um, when you do that, you kind of latch onto them and you kind of leech onto them and you give it your, your focus. So now you're going to have more experience of that because you're shifting your focus and your identity into these feelings, good or bad. You can't 
dwell on it. You can't, you just got to let it pass. And that's what being present is. You're letting all these moments and all these experiences just pass because five seconds ago, something that happened, okay, that's the past now. Or something that's going to happen, okay, that's the future. It hasn't happened yet. Wait till it happens, but still remain in this moment. That way you can enjoy everything, all the opportunities, all the learning opportunities, all the conversations that you can be having and all the memories that you can be making. Okay, so like, let's do an exercise Um, If you're driving, don't do this, but close your eyes and I'm going to call out objects. And as I call them out, you got to release them and focus on the new object that comes in. So like if I were to say the riverbank, you would picture a riverbank. Basketball. Blue balloon. Now open your eyes. You're the observer of the items that I just called. And notice how you're not dwelling on each item or you're not focused on the item that I called, you moved on to the next one. That awareness that you just had right now, that's where you want to be all the time. And it's a practice. And the good thing is like, if you get off track, it's so easy. You could be like, oh, I'm off track. And bam, that's the awareness noticing that you're off track. Like it's so simple. And the same observer who experiences your thoughts, your emotions, you have that same capacity to release and not focus on those feelings the same way re- we release the the basketball, the riverbank, the blue balloon. The same way you're not the balloon, you're not the basketball, you're not the river is the same way you're not the the thoughts that you're experiencing in your head and it's the same way that you're not exper- the same way that you are not the anxiety or the the joy or or the sadness. And being present, it can kind of be a challenge because Especially me as a mom, I'm constantly doing multiple things at once. Like I can be cooking and and cleaning and and helping and uh, cooking and cleaning. I have failed Cardi B. But, you know, just focus on the thing as you're doing it. Like for me, I personally do not like being on my phone all the time. Because one, I feel like I'm just wasting time. And two, my kids sense it. Like, when I'm not fully present within a moment with them, they sense it. And kids are the ultimate sensors of when you're not present. You know, you've been on your phone before around maybe your kids or, like, your niece or your siblings or your cousins. And they're trying to tell you something. You're like, yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. But they sense it. And they, they start showing it on their face or they start acting out or anything to make you just present within this moment they'll do. Or even with my, with anyone, not just my kids. Like when I'm visiting family or when my dad comes down to visit or comes up to visit, um, or when I'm with friends, like I hate when someone's on their phone. Like if I'm having a conversation with you, be off your phone, like respect my time and I'll respect your time. And honestly, I wasn't always like this. I think I barely picked up this habit like a couple years ago. Especially when my mom, my mom was on hospice, but she was at home. So I was, I would be there to take care of her. And I knew these were the last moments that I was going to have with her. So for me, I just wanted to soak it all in. Like I really wanted to just focus on this moment, have fun with her, watch TV with her or crack a joke with her, just, just talk to her. And so knowing, experiencing that, it like it was painful but it it gave me one of the best lessons of my life like being present has helped me become a better mom 
And when the time comes, like, it's going to help me be a better, a better girlfriend or a, a better wife. It's helped me become a better daughter. It's helped me just become a better person in general. Like, time is so valuable and you're not going to get this time back. So you might as well stay within this gift that you've been given and soak it all in. Accept, be willing to accept and, and be aware of everything that is happening for you. And I know there's some people who are like, well, how can I focus? I got all these problems. Like, I got to do this. I got to do that. And I used to be like that. So I'm not even coming for anyone because I used to be like that. And it made me grouchy. It made me so grouchy. But what I've learned is prioritize yourself. Like, do one thing at a time. Like, if you got a big assignment coming up, like, now I love to, I have a planner and I love planning out my week before. I love planning my days ahead of time and just checking off anything that I got to do. That helps me stay organized. That helps me not be in my head or be so frustrated and to even be present. And the things, like I just posted a quote um, a couple days ago. It says, if it's out of your hands, it deserves freedom from your mind too. So I get like not everything is just so easy to be like, okay, well, I can't be just present for this. I got real issues going on. It's like, yeah, you do. But if you can't do anything about it, then what are you worried about for? And if you can do something about it, what are you worried about for? Just stay within this moment and give it your best. That is going to help you receive the best results. And that's going to help so much with your confidence. Because when you know that you're doing something and giving it your all and you do it better than when if you were just, you know, half-assing something. It also saves you from self-criticism. And your thoughts are real. Your feelings are real. I'm not discrediting that, but you ultimately decide if you're going to act up on them or not. Most people are letting their emotions and their feelings be the driver of their own car. And you know, you're, you're the passenger, which is, you gotta, you gotta take that power back. This is where the, the mindset of victimhood comes in. Cause you're like, oh, well, I can't because this person did this or, or this person did that, and it's like, no, you you ultimately ultimately decide whether or not you're gonna give this your focus and or just let it pass. The same way you're in a car and you pass trees without even thinking about it is the same way you can have um, you can let those emotions just fly through as well. I mean, with it's easy, but like when obviously obviously like when something big and traumatic happens. Obviously, like, there's, there's going to be times where you get upset and you get, you get sad. And like I said, like, when I first really realized this practice a few months later, my mom passed away. And it was so hard to get out of that rut. And I'm like, all right, I just need to focus. And I couldn't. I felt like everything was just jamming at me at once. And, and that's not a bad thing. It's only bad if you stay there. If you sit and and cross your legs and sit, you know, crisscross applesauce in that feeling, you you gotta really be like, all right, you know what? I feel hella sad right now, and but I know this is gonna pass. Eventually, this is gonna pass, and just hold on to that little bit of hope that you have, and realize like, all right, I'm. What happened to me sucked, but it doesn't mean my life is over. That's why it's so important to feel your feelings 
to feel them all the way through and just really be present enough to be like, all right, why am I feeling this? You got to really observe what it is that made you feel this way and what it is that you can do about it. But also staying in the sadness is living in the past. You know, like I'm with my mom, it's, it was obviously, I think that's the hardest pain that anyone can really go through is losing a parent. But I knew that dwelling on these, on this sadness is just going to make things worse than they need to be. Like that pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. And if you don't like your thought or your feeling that's going on, like be present enough to be like, all right, well, what's the opposite of this? And with me, it was gratitude. I was very thankful that I got to show my mom in those last days, like how much she meant to me and experience all those, like just that closeness that we really had within those last few months. So switching my my sadness to gratefulness really helped me move forward with everything. Being present is honestly just very simple. It's just people don't practice it. So it's like a muscle. You got to work it out and like eventually you'll get there to where it's easy to live. I don't know. I don't know how much pounds are a lot, but you know, eventually like it's going to become simple to pick up your, your goal weight and eventually it's just going to come natural. And I'm not saying like once you practice it, you're never going to be distracted or you're never going to not live in the past or live in the present, but you'll catch yourself being like, oh dang, I'm doing it. And then you'll bring yourself back. And it's going to be so much easier to bring yourself back into the moment the more you practice it. It also helps with stress. And I remember I used to have bad FOMO the beginning of quarantine. And finally, I like even my phone, I don't have any notification sounds that come off like with any social media and I don't do that to like be sneaky like my sister was like oh why do you do that and I was like because I don't want to be distracted or stressed out with everything you know it's a it's a form of meditation meditation just takes a lot more work because sometimes where we don't have a moment where we can be alone we don't have a moment where we can just dedicate quiet time and Sometimes some people have that, but a lot of others don't. So being mindful I'm, and being present is a form of meditation. Like the next time, I forgot who said this. I think it was John kabat I always butcher his name, so if I did, don't judge me. But he said something like, the next time you're in the shower, just take a shower. Like notice yourself lathering your shampoo, scrubbing your body. Because in the showers, I feel, even me, I think the most in there because it's it's like oh I gotta do this today I still gotta do this I gotta do this tomorrow I gotta do that and it's like no focus on right now like just that's the awareness that's shift that back and you're already back into being aware this has helped me so much I feel like it's made me a happier person and it's made me not really care so much about what's going on outside Um, Like I may be struggling, I may be going through something that was really disheartening or something that I never thought I would have gone through, but I need to realize like this is happening for me. This is a way that I can really move to the next level. Like T.D. Jake said, new levels bring new devils. And it doesn't always have to be like some major traumatic event it can just be 
start start small. Like notice if you're if you're eating too fast or if you're doing homework but you're still checking your phone. Like do what you need to do and and give it your full attention. Be present because only this moment is happening. Thich Nhat Han is um, a Vietnamese monk. And he has a quote that I really enjoy that I wanted to read to you guys. It says, drink your tea slowly and reverently as if it is the axis on which the world earth revolves slowly, evenly, without rushing toward the future. Live the actual moment. Only this moment is life. For me, that quote speaks volume because like I said, only this moment is happening. Only this moment matters. If it wasn't something that you needed to experience or really go through it wouldn't have been happening so also read read i love reading i love learning about um just tools that i can use and really putting them into practice um so a good book for learning how to be more present and being more mindfulness is the mindfulness for beginners from john kabat-zinn and um, the book that i'm reading right now is from michael singer it's the untethered soul and he really brought that analogy of the items in front of you and how you, just how you're not those items, you're not the internal items. Um, they're really good books and just Google it or listen to podcasts. Like if you really want to learn how to do this, I'm telling you, it's really life changing. It's made me a better mother. It's just made me a better overall person. Um, I would definitely, definitely look into it. I'm going to send you off with um, 10,000 Hours by Janae Aiko because I love what she says in the song. Every person that comes in your life is here for a limited time, so be fair, be there. And to me, I took it as a being present, like really show someone your appreciation for their time and their life while they're still here. And it also has Nas, which is one of the greatest, so it's a really good song. And this is on her um, new album. I don't want to say it because I know I'm going to butcher it, but it's her new album, um, 10,000 Hours. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Bonita y Fuerte. I really hope you find this podcast useful. Like I said, this practice has really just altered my life in, in so many ways, but mostly just a lot of positive ways. Thank you so much for listening again, and I'll see you guys next time. Yeah. One, two, check. Have you ever
difficult I just say things differently You don't see the urgency That really worries me The problem is that we think naturally We have time, but you'll find anything can happen Don't take it for granted, you know I've been listening to you for 10,000 hours I cannot let go, 10,000 memories I've been listening to you for 10,000 hours uh, I cannot let go, 10,000 memories Thinking back on some good times we had with some bad people like I should've saw she was see-through or he was evil like I wasted my good experience with these people like Guess it was meant to be, you was teaching me life So only half that memory's worthwhile We had beef, but at least there's a birth of a child Cool and flippant, reminiscing bad times with good people's terrific, beautifully different Cause we still kick it You said we can't be intimate You said we can't go there If this thing is going nowhere It's so weird, now it's cold Thought I had control Thought I took your soul Now I took your mind and grave my name You told me that my mind is your favorite place to hang 10,000 hours turned to 10,000 bridal flowers What was mine is ours How many Soulmates we get in this lifetime Right now's the right time You the wife kind Search your whole life trying to find All of as good as the time we had We had Every person that comes in your life Here for a limited